Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. Calvin season is winding down here on Pinecrest Ranch. It hasn't gone as smoothly as I thought it should, but wet weather hasn't been a challenge and we've had plenty of wind. On Zane's first work day home out of college, the neighbors had postponed a job because of the wind and chance of rain. I looked at my schedule and Zane's for the rest of the week and decided we'd better use our free afternoon to sort off the last 40 head that hadn't calved. The job of sorting heavies went better than it would have if we'd been trying to sort pairs, but driving them away from the herd into a 50 mile an hour wind with just enough rain that we were the only things getting wet made for a pretty challenging afternoon. I was able to get the cattle accounted for that we'd pregged last fall. They hadn't all worked out like they should have but at least I can tell the banker where they went. The way up market's been really good and most of the ones that have not worked out have made nice contribution to the cash flow which is always appreciated. I had an idea for a blues song called Got Them Boom Busted Rancher Blues but I was afraid it was going to come off as whiny and I don't much care for wine. Besides that the wind went down and I'm sure it will rain someday. This morning I'd like to share a poem by Australian Murray Harton that's titled Rain From Nowhere. His cattle didn't get a bit. They were fairly bloody poor. What was he going to do? He couldn't feed them anymore. The dams were all but dry. Hay was thirteen bucks a bale. Last month's talk of rain was just a fairy tale. His credit had run out. No chance to pay what's owed. Bad thoughts ran through his head as he drove down Gully Road. Great-granddad bought the place back in 1898. Now I'm such a useless bastard I'll have to shut the gate. Can't support my wife and kids. Not like Dad and those before. Grandma kept the place a running when Pop fought in the war. With depression now his master he abandoned what was right. There was no place in life for failures. He would end it all tonight. There were still some things to do. He'd have to shoot the cattle first. Of all the jobs he'd ever done, that would be the worst. He'd have a shower, watch the news, then they'd all sit down for tea, read his kids a bedtime story, watch some more TV, kiss his wife goodnight, say he was off to shoot some ruse, then in a paddock far away, he'd blow away the blues. But he drove in the gate and stopped, as he always had, to check the roadside mailbox and found a letter from his dad. Now his dad was not a writer. Mum did all the cards and mail, but he knew the style from notebooks that he used at cattle scales. He sensed the nature of its contents, felt moisture in his eyes. Just the fact his dad had written was enough to make him cry. Son, I know it's bloody tough. It's a cruel and twisted game. This life upon the land when you're screaming out for rain. There's no candle in the darkness, not a single speck of light. But don't let the demon get you. You have to do what's right. I don't know what's in your head, but push bad thoughts well away. See, you'll always have your family at the back end of the day. You have to talk to someone, and yes, I know I rarely did. 
But you have to think about Fiona and think about the kids. I'm worried about you, son. You haven't rung for quite a while. I know the road you're on because I've walked every bloody mile. The date, December 7th, back in 1983. Behind the shed, I had the shotgun rested on the big low tree. See, I'd borrowed way too much to buy the Johnson place. Then it didn't rain for years, and we got bombed by interest rates. The bank was at the door. I didn't think I had a choice. I began to squeeze the trigger. That's when I heard your voice. You said, Where are you, Daddy? It's time to play our game. I've got squatter all set up. You might get a general rain. It really was that close. You're the one that stopped me, son. And you're the one that taught me there's no answer in a gun. Just remember people love you. Good friends won't let you down. Look, you might have to swallow pride and get a job in town. Just till things come good again. Son, you've always got a choice. And when you get this letter, ring me, because I'd love to hear your voice. Well, he cried and laughed and shook his head and put the truck in gear, shut his eyes and hugged his dad in a vision that was clear, dropped the cattle at the yards, put the truck away, filled the thoughts the best he could, and fed the last ten bales of hay. Then he strode across the homestead, shoulders back and head held high. He knew the road was tough, but there was purpose in his eye. He called his wife and children, who'd lived through all his pain. Hugs said more than words, he'd come back to them again. They talked of silver linings, how good times always follow bad. Then he walked towards the phone, picked it up, and rang his dad. And while the kids set up squatter, he hugged his wife again. Then they heard the roll of thunder, and they smelt the smell of rain.